The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson with you here on the Full Court Press. And uh, <laughs> we'll see how today's show goes. Uh, our good buddy Ajay is uh, in isolation right now. And so uh, he's going to be trying to join me here as we can. There may be a bit of a delay here. We're trying to work through that because uh, he should be able to hear what we're doing. But some reason it's uh, not working and I can hear myself talking back on the other feedback. So uh, we will try to get AJ connected uh, some other way uh, and see if he can't connect with us as uh, he's uh, he's not positive. He has uh, not been tested positive for coronavirus, but he has come in contact with somebody who was. And so following the, our local health department protocols, AJ gets to isolate. So, uh, we hope to hear from him here just a little bit. We're having a little bit of a challenge connecting uh, and uh, hearing each other, uh, being able to uh, communicate, but we'll keep working on that. So, uh, yeah, keep your fingers crossed. In the meantime, a couple different things we want to get through today here in the Full Court Press, kind of lay out what's uh, what's going on, what we're going to be talking about. Uh, there are the latest uh, playoff rankings, uh, well, the latest rankings, and now the playoff uh, seating is set for girls' soccer. Uh, we've got just a, another day before um, high school football is going. we got a Thursday night game and then a lot of Friday night games uh, on tap on schedule. So we'll preview those games, remind you who's playing where on those. And also we've got to recap what happened with the, the NBA playoffs last night, what's going on with Major League Baseball in their playoffs as well, and on Wednesday, it's our What Went Wrong Wednesday. So we'll look back at some of the things this past week and uh, what went wrong, whether it was a bad take from one of us, a bad coaching decision, a bad player decision, what went wrong on Wednesday. And always, we'd love to get your feedback and your ideas on that as well. Feel free to text into the program at uh, uh, 435-339-0321 if you want to uh, participate and uh, chime in on the program uh, today. So, again, 435-339-0321 if you want to uh, connect with us here on the program. Uh, first things first, uh, I want to get to this. Uh, the you know, Yesterday was the last day for the regular season for girls' soccer. And there were some pretty dramatic games. There was a double overtime game between Logan and Green Canyon, uh, Logan wins it in a shootout, which uh, really helped Logan and doesn't necessarily hurt um, uh, Green Canyon because of where they were in the, in the standings going into that game. But uh, it, it, when it all is said and done, when the season's over, Region 11 represented very well. in the uh, Now when you look at the postseason for what it's going to look like for girls' soccer, and uh, number one overall is Ogden, and that's a very good team. They have uh, they've been really outscoring opponents by a very strong clip. Uh, they are the number one team. I think they only have like one loss on the year, if I remember correctly. Uh, so they are number one by a good margin. Uh, number two in 4A is Green Canyon. Number three is Ridgeline, 
and number four is Logan. So those Region 11 teams all close together. And then uh, number nine in, on the list is Skyview and uh, Mountain Crest coming in at number 11. Uh, Bear River is uh, unfortunately a lot lower on the list. They come in at number 20 out of 21 4A girls soccer teams. But the way that it works for 4A uh, soccer is that these uh, th- these first uh, top 11 teams get a first round bye. And so they don't have to worry about uh, you know playing uh, this uh, this Saturday. So they get an extra time off. So that means five of the six Region 11 teams don't have to play this weekend. Um, you know, Bear River does. They're scheduled to, to play at Snow Canyon on Saturday. Now that game is tentatively scheduled for one o'clock. All games were were tentatively scheduled this Saturday at one, and then next Wednesday at four. But because of travel, those times could be adjusted because we know a lot of these schools still don't have uh, the ability to do overnight uh, travel. So they have to be able to get down there, play the game, and come back. So um, it's going to be a lot of driving for Bear River if they have to go all the way to Snow Canyon to play a game and then come back home in the same day. Um, But that may just have to be the case in these postseasons. As we found out yesterday, when we had John Oglesby on with the UHSAA talking about postseason. So Bear River plays this Saturday at 1, and then the second round of games take place next Wednesday. At least that's when they're scheduled, next Wednesday. And so we've got a lot of different teams that will be participating. If, if by chance, Bear River wins their game and advance to the next round, they'll face Logan. That game would be played in Logan. Uh, but uh, as we mentioned there, Logan is number four seeded team in this tournament. Uh, Ridgeline would be number three, and they're awaiting the winner of Cedar and Tooele. Uh Cedar ranked 14th, Tooele 19th. Um, and, uh, and then uh, Green Canyon, who's ranked second, they await the winner of Juan Diego and Uinta. Juan Diego 15th, Uinta 18th. And then Mountain Crest, uh, their opponent... They don't have to wait for to see who wins this weekend. Both Mountain Crest and Canyon View, their first game and their opponent's first game will be when they face each other. So Mountain Crest will travel to Canyon View, and that'll be on Thursday, or excuse me, on Wednesday uh, of next week. Now, the way that this bracket works out for these girls' soccer uh, tournament is that if Mountain Crest and Ridgeline both win and advance they would face each other the following Saturday. Um, so there's a chance we could have multiple uh, Region 11 rematches if things work out. If Bear River beats Snow Canyon and advance to Logan uh, the, on the uh, 14th to face the Logan Grizzlies, or if by chance uh, Mountain Crest and Ridgeline both win their games and advance. So uh, that's what's uh, going on um, coming up next. Um, in those games. And then Green Canyon, if they advance, they face the winner of Pineview and Desert Hills. And if Skyview advances, they they will face Ogden, who is the number one overall team in 4A. Uh, and so we're going to see if we can connect with Ajay once again, see if he can hear what, uh, what if he can hear us, if we can hear him. Ajay, have you got me? Okay. Hi, Eric. How are you? Uh, maybe it's better that I didn't connect with you. <laughs> oh man, this sucks. 
I'm <laughs> telling you, this is just the I, worst. It's just getting started for you, my friend. Oh, man, I got to do this for 14 flipping days. Uh, contact hey, tracing come is ba- fun. Hey, if I come back, you won't tell anybody, right? You'll just still keep that our little secret. <laughs> you know what, you know uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know what's really funny is, well, it's not funny. Well, it is kind of funny, actually, thinking about it. But we were discussing if I should just stay there or if I should, uh, if I should come home and do the show. And then I get home and not only like 20 minutes later, I get this cell phone call uh, from a, an individual who I'll leave nameless and... They said, uh, yeah, you have come within, you know, contact. I'm like, well, actually, I didn't contact him at all. I was just, I mean, I, in fact, it wasn't even really six feet. It was like seven and a half feet. He said, yeah, that's close enough. <laughs> He's like, you need to quarantine for 14 days. And I was like, oh, well, good thing I came home. Uh, yes, good thing you, we did send you home. <laughs> Uh shoot. Those are unfortunately I've had to had a few had to have a few of those phone calls and conversations over the last few months uh about um you know, hey, this person may have been in contact with somebody or this person tested positive. So yeah. It, it's those are not phone calls you want to get first thing in the morning. No, not at all. And and um you know, again everything is out of safety and precaution and this is proved like you know, I, I don't have the symptoms of COVID as of right now. Um, I was, you know, I was seven and a half feet. It depends. We don't know who it was, and we don't need to know that that's irrelevant at this time because, you know, it was, there was a couple other people in the room and whatever. But um, they they want to make sure that no one is, you know, infected by this and uh, that uh, the right protocols are set forth. And Cash Valley Radio Group, Eric, you're the head of it have been so good about making sure that the protocols are being followed. Communication is being done with the Bear River Health Department. Um, I, I just think it's been phenomenal. And, you know, it does. It, it sucks to be at home right now, sitting in my office, and knowing I'm going to have to make myself comfortable for 14 days. But uh, that's where we're at. And, again, it's it, – but uh, you guys are following the protocols that you've been given, and, and that I applaud you for. So we'll uh, we'll do what we got to do. You got Reggie dude, to keep was, the company, though, don't you? No, no, stop it. You stop it right now. Stop it right now. Um, <laughs> I, I'm what? Really I mean, out. you're going to spend a lot of time alone. I mean, <laughs> if I have somebody to talk to. Reggie's taking a nap right now, so it's just me, and I don't want to get Reggie infected. Um, <laughs> so this so this weekend, actually, uh, after our show, I was going to go and hang out with a friend for over the weekend, and... We were gonna have, you know, we were gonna watch it, Chapter Two. We were gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna cook ribs over a smoker, and we had all this stuff planned, dude. I am so bummed out right now that I don't get to go do that. I am absolutely just bummed. Yeah. Hey, COVID sucks. Oh man, it's 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 the worst. But you know what? Uh, can we just say this? Can we? continue to use this as an opportunity to remind people to please follow the protocols still in place yes yes do the things that are still being asked because still utah is one of the hottest spots in america with this uh, outbreak it's not gone away it's affecting more people now than at any other time it has all year and 
Uh, Cache County School District just released a statement uh, earlier today saying there's been an, a significant uptick in our schools. So uh, people, it, you can't take it lightly. I mean, you still got to, you know, I, I don't think that it should totally dominate your thoughts and you should be uh, obsessing and worrying over it because I know there are people who are. But at the same time, I think when you're out in public, wear a mask, wash your hands. No, don't uh, stand too close to other people for long distances of time. So the, the protocols that they're asking are really not that hard to follow. And when we do that, it makes a big difference. So uh, hope we can get our, our hands around this thing and, and, and get it figured out. Because as it gets colder and colder, people won't be outside as much. We'll be cooped up inside more, which will make it harder to do the physical distancing and everything else. So, uh, Which could be cause for more spread so let's hope it doesn't get to that yeah and, and again um it's just following the protocols just like you said eric there's protocols set in place of wearing a mask social distancing and doing all that and uh as long as you do that and do your part and wash your hands like i mean wash your hands consistently use hand sanitizer consistently um and uh if you do that you'll give yourself a shot and um you know, hopefully it gives your chance or yourself a, a better chance of not receiving the coronavirus. But again, sometimes it's just out of your control and, you know, whatever happens, happens here in this in, in this case. So we'll just we'll do what we're supposed to do. The question is, Eric, is this Mountain Crest football team, um, do they play this Friday? They have a game against Ridgeline and it's Wednesday today. And so we're, you know, that's another one that's kind of hanging in the balance and Ridgeline probably needs that game to stay in place you know at least have a earshot at the region 11 title because skyview's got to go to garland city and play a pretty decent bear river squad um so if this originally really needs this game this friday but does mountain crest play well okay so let's back that up just a little bit because uh, i think just for clarification the why the reason you ask that is the reason that you are in in isolation is because you went and called the game at Mountain Crest and you were in the press box near some uh, assistant coaches uh, and somebody up there in that group who you were close to because where you were set doing your broadcast did test positive. Because of the contact tracing, because of that, you've had to isolate. So what we don't know is what was that coach's contact with the other coaches with other players, will they need to isolate? So you're right. That poses a really big question about the game this week. Uh, from what I, I haven't been told that it's not going to happen, although the Cache County School District said there has been one documented case now of spread within uh, with one person in a, an athletic team. We don't, they didn't say which team it was or which school it was, was at, but... Uh, we don't know if that's a, a playoff-bound volleyball team or soccer team or if it's a, a football team or a, a tennis team that's going down to the state tournament this weekend. So, um, yeah, we just, we just don't know. So we're going to have to keep a close eye on that. If we do hear anything, we'll, we'll certainly pass the word and let you know. But you're right, Ajay. If that game gets canceled and Ridgeline doesn't have a game – the following week, a replacement game, there will have been three games taken off their schedule because of coronavirus reasons 
really all unrelated to them specifically. So feel bad for Ridgeline and how that may affect their school and, uh, and their football program, but also how this potentially could affect Mountain Crest because uh, they do have a game scheduled next Wednesday, one of the very few teams that do have a game scheduled next week. Uh, everybody else in Region 11 has had their games now canceled. Uh, Bear River had a replacement game, but that's been canceled. So Mountain Crest, as of right now, is the only team in Region 11 that has a confirmed game still on the schedule next Wednesday. And here's the other thing for Ridgeline, Eric. If they don't play this Friday, they don't play next week, and they have a first round by the following week, there's three weeks, three weeks of no games before they get to the competitive side of the state tournament. And that's and that's a that's a tough thing to deal with when you haven't played a game for three weeks, live football for three weeks, just to stop cold and then start again and get right into it in the state tournament no the less. So it's boy, it's it's uh it's murky waters, but uh you know, again it's it's completely out of their control. Well, yeah, you're you're right. And uh, what they did when this happened to them early in the season, Ridgeline took that opportunity to fine tune some things defensively. They made some pretty dramatic changes defensively that has turned out to work great, at least good enough for them. Uh, and so, uh, I guess it's an opportunity for guys to get healthy and to practice and fine tune a few things. But at the same time, these kids want to play. <laughs> they. You know they want to get out there and, and do some things, so it, it's a man. It's a, it's a real challenge uh, for these schools, and it's going to affect other teams. There may be some teams that just don't participate in the playoffs because they're unable to to get a team together or too deep for that uh, first round play. Yeah, and <laughs> and that's what the goal is, right? Is to be in the top ten to get a first round bye. Um, and I guess I said that it's, it's, you know, that it might be more competitive second round and it might be, but I mean, a lot of those lower teams are beating up on a team that's, I mean, a, a 16 team, it would be a 17 team. I don't know how much of a difference there is between a 16 and a 17 of whoever would face Ridgeline. So I, I probably made it sound a little bit like a little bit more tougher than it really is, but Still, nonetheless, three weeks and no games, if that might be the case, is it's tough to get going into the state tournament. Well, yeah, it, it is. It's hard to, to have any momentum on your side. It's just kind of a resetting and restarting everything all over again. So, uh, yep. Uh, if, if we hear, as I said, if we hear anything more uh, about Mountain Crest specifically, we will pass that along. We haven't heard anything as of yet, um, but certainly that's a team that will that could be affected. If there's a uh, an assistant coach that was positive, he's not going to be participating this week with the team. Uh, so the real question is, how much contact did he have with others, and are they going to be isolated? I mean, you were sitting in the area, and you're having to be isolated. Um, yeah, You weren't right next the to the other is- coaches. Yeah, that's the thing is, is I was honestly, you know, what, seven feet away from them, seven and a half feet away from them. And when I told uh, the individual who called me from the Bear River Health Department, they said, yeah, you're still going to have to quarantine. You're still in the same room as them. Um, there's, and he said there's not much of a difference between six and seven and a half and when it comes to this. 
and uh, that was kind of the kicker to it all. And so, yeah, like you said, we just have to kind of deal with it. And, and for Mountain Crest, they got to be able to, you know, hopefully they'll be able to figure out uh, the information that they need to, to know what the situation is and, and to kind of go from there. I know that sounds really broad what I'm saying. I just, A, we don't know specifics. B, we, we may not know specifics for a little bit. And, and C, you just don't know what the future is going to hold for Mountain Crest as of right now going even into this Friday which is two days away, so we'll see. All right, we're going to do this. We're going to call a timeout here on the Full Court Press. When we come back, uh, we'll reset and talk about some of the things that uh, went on in sports. Last night, we got an NBA playoff game. We had multiple Major League Baseball playoff games. We've had some going on today in Major League Baseball. We'll update you on those things. A a bad take Wednesday or what went wrong Wednesday. We'll get into that as well. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are excited to welcome you to both office locations, the Cache Valley Hospital and 169 North Gateway in Providence, right next to the Bank of Utah. Social distancing and all safety guidelines are in place. The new Providence office location will also be accepting patients for the Allergy Clinic and Hearing Aid Center. Please call 753-7880 for telehealth conference calls. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CacheValleyENT.com for details. That's Cache Valley ENT.com. They're celebrating 30 years at the Logo Shop. They logo everything from pens and water bottles to travel bags and coolers. It's also the season to get your order in for the holidays. The Logo Shop will custom screen print or embroider your logo on shirts, jackets, and other outerwear. You can even browse their inventory and get price quote online at WeLogoStuff.com. The Logo Shop. It's time to shake things up at breakfast. You could have the same old, same old. Or you could bite into the sweet taste of maple in griddle cakes and a spicy McChicken filet, the hot and spicy chicken McGriddles. Or the hot and spicy McChicken biscuit, a baked buttermilk biscuit brushed with real butter with the same flavorful chicken filet. Get two of the same or one of each for three bucks and add any size premium roast coffee for a dollar. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Look at Penny. She looks amazing. What's she done? Plastic surgery? (laughs) Look at her smile. Why is she smiling like that? It doesn't look normal. What's her secret? There's nothing wrong with Penny. Her husband went to Castellite. He built a beautiful new outdoor patio with pavers, wall block, and a cozy little fire pit. He chose from a huge selection of pavers and got expert help for a do-it-yourselfer. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support in Cash Valley. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Les Olson IT. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. It's a week five showdown of AFC West rivals as the Kansas City Chiefs host the Las Vegas Raiders. Hi, this is Chris Carino. Join Brian Baldinger and me for all the action. Can Patrick Mahomes and the defending champion Chiefs remain undefeated? Or will Derek Carr lead the silver and black to the upset at Arrowhead? It's the Chiefs and the Raiders. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday beginning at 1030 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Northern Utah 
and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson in an undisclosed location. And the Salveson Bunker. <laughs> but still in, oh, our, in our hearts. Ajay is still there. Gone, not dead, alive but not forgotten. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so, Ajay, let's, let's do this. Let's get into this NBA game last night. Um, it was, I thought it was a pretty close game for much of the game. Uh, but in the end, the Lakers just had a few more pieces, a few more pistons that were firing in their favor uh, to uh, to come out on top uh, of the Miami Heat. I thought it was a pretty close back and forth game. Uh, I like to see uh, Bam Adebayo back in the mix for Miami. But uh, in the end, it was a little too much LeBron and a little too much Anthony Davis in the second half. Yeah, uh, when that, there's a reason why they signed Anthony Davis, and it was for this kind of a situation. Um, 42 minutes, 8 of 16 from the field. He was 2 of 4 from deep, including that dagger 3 uh, late in the fourth quarter that pretty much sealed it. Uh, finishes with 22 points. Nine boards, four assists, one steal, four blocks. That's Anthony Davis vintage numbers. Like that's prime AD numbers. Um, and, and I thought LeBron James was really good in 39 minutes. He was he had what 28 points, 12 and uh, eight for a near triple double. But he also had six turnovers. The turnover things is is really starting to like hurt him a lot. And I'd say four of those were just incomplete. Um, what would you call it? Complete forced turnovers by himself. Him uh, causing the problem and and uh, and making bad decisions, which is just so uncharacteristic of LeBron. But like you said, when you got a guy like Anthony Davis on on the floor with you, who's a plus seventeen, that's man, it's tough to beat those guys. That's a, that's a frustrating loss for Miami, no doubt. Uh, I think really what what was really on display for me last night is. How much Miami misses not having Goran Dragic? I think if he's in the game, it's a different situation for them in this series. Uh, I don't know how dramatically it would have been, but there were times when it was clear Miami struggled to get into their offensive sets. And without a true point guard who can be the quarterback there to, to direct people where to go, and how to line things up and to get things into position how they need to. Uh, there were times where Miami looked a little befuddled. Uh, I think you have to give credit to L.A. on how they changed up some things defensively, putting Anthony Davis on Jimmy Butler, the way that they handled the, the pick and rolls. Um, they're not afraid of Jimmy on the outside. He doesn't uh, shoot the three very much or very well when he does shoot it. They've recognized that. They go under the screens. So it's making it a little bit hard for Miami to get into their offensive sets now. I think you have to give L.A. credit for the adjustments that they've made defensively to make that happen. But I also think it was pretty evident that this Miami team struggles not having a true point guard on the floor. 
Yeah, uh, you're right. Drogic, Drogic not playing absolutely kills. Uh, absolutely kills him. By the way, uh, two six nine seven. Text it from the app. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, it's it kills him not having Drogic, and I felt so bad. Like you see that video where he's, um, where he's trying to like, he's trying to get going, and he's trying to get his. His uh, his foot right while he's doing some kind of a workout, and it was it was really a light workout. And then you see him go back to the bench, and you and you read his lips, and he says, "I can't go, I can't go." And that's when he gets emotional, and you're heartbroken for him. You credit him for the, the willingness to go out and give it a try. I mean, anybody with that kind of an injury probably wouldn't even be able to put their shoe on. Yeah, he goes out there and tries to give it a good workout, and it just doesn't come. You know, to fruition, and this series is over. I mean, I mean, this is a di- like we've seen three games to one comebacks, but this is a different animal. Like LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, uh, even Rajah Rondo. These guys are looking for an NBA championship, um, and LeBron's looking to cement his status and get everybody to forget about his losing record in the finals. And this is uh, this is a good start. So, well, man, one of the things that we tough. talked about yesterday was that in Game Three. That there wasn't very much help from the supporting cast. Uh, I mean, what Anthony Davis d- didn't do in the second half is well documented and, and it's been talked about ad nauseum, but what the, the, the type of assistance that Anthony Davis and LeBron James did not get in Game 3, I think they really got in Game 4. Uh, you know, Green with 10 points. I mean, that's probably as many points as he's had through this whole series. Uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope had 15 uh, then he had good contributions from uh, Morris and Kuzma off the bench. And, and even though Rondo only scored two points, the bucket that he did make came at a really critical time in the second half when it was kind of anybody's game, but L.A. was starting to pull away. He made a, a, a critical drive to the basket, uh, seven rebounds, five assists, one steal. So Rondo, I thought, was really impactful off the bench. Uh, as well, so there were the, the supporting cast for LA stepped up more in Game Four than what they did, and how they left the, the the stars out to dry in Game Three. Yeah, no, absolutely, and and like when you get to vintage Rondo, right? Two thousand eight Raja Rondo, oh nine, two thousand ten, even eleven and twelve Rondo was really really good. wasn't I mean wasn't the best shooter, but it was a decent shooter enough that even as a point guard at the elbow. Uh, could still knock down a jumper, but it was just his playmaking ability, and I and I felt like you saw that again last night. He had a couple nice uh, a couple nice assists. I think one of them was a wraparound practically to, and he blindly found. I, I can't remember who it was for a dunk, but I don't even know how Rondo saw him. It's it's just stuff like that. Like when Rondo is able to create, it makes that team so much better. It doesn't matter who's on the court. LeBron and Davis don't need to be on the court if Ronald's able to be a playmaker like that. And we, we, I mean, along with Kuzma, I know Morris was not good yesterday, but was helpful on the defensive end. So, uh, yeah, they, like you said, the bench really stepped up, and that's a major reason why the Lakers right now are up three games to one here in the NBA Finals. And, and by contrast, I mean, the, the the Heat got great contributions from Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, but they're Coming off the bench, they really didn't get a whole lot. Uh, Kelly Olenek has had a he put together a couple of really good back-to-back games, but the Lakers took away any airspace for that guy, and he's not a quick-release guy. He needs room to wind up to get his shot off. 
and the Lakers took that space away from him. Because uh, as, as good as he was in game three with hitting some of those outside shots, the Lakers really took that away. Um, and uh, Miami was only 11 of 32 from beyond the arc, uh, 34%. So their shooting percentages were far lower in game four than they have been through much of the series. Um, where they've normally been like uh, 50% from field goal range, over 90% at free throws, uh, 35% from three. Uh, all of those were down. Uh, last night for Miami. You just you have to give credit to L.A. for their defensive strategy against Miami, taking away their space, uh, chasing chasing them off the three-point line, taking away uh, any of those opportunities, and, uh, and and also staying out of foul trouble. Um, you know, there wasn't there was nobody on L.A. who had more than three personal fouls, uh, and that was phenomenal uh, for them. When, by contrast, you had a lot of guys who had four and five personal fouls for Miami. So. Uh, the way that Miami, uh, that uh, L.A. was able to uh, play a pretty clean uh, game and uh, and not get into personal foul trouble I thought was also a big deal. Um, even though for the big chunk of the first half, Miami was shooting a, a lot more free throw attempts, uh, in the end it started to even out a little bit more, and, uh, and the Lakers were at the line later in the game when it mattered the most. Hey, a two-part question for you. One, are you surprised by how short of the bench Miami played yesterday? And two, are you surprised that uh, Bam Bam got 33 minutes in? I am a little surprised that we didn't see Leonard at all. Um, you know, I thought that he he played somewhat effectively in Game Three. Uh, you know, going after Anthony Davis, a different look, getting Davis in foul trouble a little bit. We didn't see him at all in Game Four. Uh, and. So I was a little surprised at that. Uh, the minutes for Bam Adebayo, I wasn't surprised by that. Uh, I know he hasn't played in, in the last couple of games, but it's because of his shoulder, not because of his legs. So I, I wasn't surprised to see how many minutes he put in. I thought that he was impactful when he was in. I thought it was helpful for Miami to have him in the mix. I don't think he really hurt Miami. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't see that as being a, a real problem. Well, all right. Yeah, I, I mean, he was, like you said, he was decently effective, 6 of 8, you know, from the field, 3 of 5 from the charity stripe. He had seven boards. What, he had 15 points, uh, an assist, and a steal. So, I mean, he wasn't, he was he was still somewhat productive. But, uh, again, I just, man, that Lakers team is just too much. And when you have the when you have the experience around it, like Arajah Rundle coming off the bench, when you have the help of Dwight Howard, and Anthony Davis for LeBron James, it just it makes that team so much tougher to play. Um, so yeah, and and by the way, did I don't think J.R. Smith did he play last night? No, he did line. not see the court at all, <laughs> which is probably a good thing. Yeah, I was gonna say that might have been LeBron's call. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot, yeah, man. So Eric, is this series over then? Uh, what two days? Right, we 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 play in two days. Yeah, it's been on an every other day uh, basis, but it it does shift a little bit. They won't play again until Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Let me pull this back up here. I think you're right. I think there's a there's a long little break here. I say long; it's only two days, but um, yeah. Yeah. So they played uh, last night. Yeah, they won't play again until Friday. So they'll get a little extra time off. 
which you know maybe that benefits Miami more than anything to give Jimmy Butler a breather. That guy's been playing a lot of minutes and playing uh, his guts out. Bam Adebayo, even though he had missed some time, can you know coming back from injury gives his shoulder some time and his neck time to heal, and maybe gives a little extra time to get Goran Dragic into the mix. I think that still the Lakers have this series wrapped up. It's just a matter of does this series end on Friday or does it end on Sunday? I don't think it goes to seven, but I think no. that they. I, I hope that it can go one more beyond Friday. I hope they get it to a game six. Because um, last night was close. It was anybody's game and, and just a few possessions here or there. Miami is able to to, uh, to maybe get this thing done. But um, So I think Miami should know or should feel like they can play with, with confidence against these guys. And they're shorthanded. But I just don't know. I think the Lakers are going to be too much for them. I think that their role players – have figured some things out, and they're playing their role well. And I just don't think that Miami's bench is is strong enough or experienced enough to overcome what L.A. is throwing at them right now. Yeah, I – and just, I mean, the talent on the court, like I said, and as you said too, is it's just so much better on L.A.'s side. I think this thing's over on Friday night. Um and uh, LeBron wraps up another championship, his fourth one, the Lakers' 18th or 17th title, I believe, in franchise history. Um, and so the question I think will be asked after that is, um, does LeBron, and I know we've had this conversation before, but four championships, uh, and, he, and I know we've talked about how he's needed help in every single one of them, uh, I would have to agree that, you know, uh, Tim Duncan has probably played with a couple Hall of Famers on his squad in a few of his championships, right? Um, let the, give me some, Larry Bird has played with a few uh, Hall of Famers. Michael Jordan's played with a couple Hall of Famers. Why is it that LeBron gets so much grief even after he wins four championships? <laughs> well, I, we said this earlier. I mean, he is a... He is a dynasty in and of himself when you consider all the times that he's been to the finals. Um, but he, he's he's not always a guy that can be universally loved and, and revered quite like Michael Jordan was or even Kobe Bryant was. Just he's a – he comes off as more of a whiner. Um, he, he likes to try to, to lecture people a lot more uh, about different things outside of the games. So, I don't know. I mean, that's just me, personally. I'm not a big LeBron fan, but I can't speak for everybody. But it is incredible what he has done in his career and how he has gotten multiple different teams, all very different franchises with different coaches and a different cast of characters, and he still gets them to the finals. You cannot deny what kind of a gamer that guy is, what kind of a competitor he is, uh, how, how physically gifted he is and how he elevates those people around him. Um, that's that's absolutely true. You cannot take that away from LeBron James. Yeah, I just think it's going gonna, it's gonna to amp up or ramp up a lot more after Friday night uh, when this thing ends, and, uh, and uh, you're not going to hear the end of it, which is, uh, boy, isn't that a lot of fun for Tony Jones. <laughs> So do you think this wraps? Do you think this wraps up on Friday? You don't think it even I goes think, to Game Six? Yeah, man, it's man. Like you said, and you've so well pointed out, uh, no Goran Dragic just kills the Heat. 
it, which is crazy. I mean, Goran Dragic helps them that much, and it, if he's not there, they're just in some serious trouble. Um, and and honestly, like Butler and Bam Bam played a decent game, and they still got beat. Uh, just the way LeBron's playing, he's got a he's got a focus and a laser eye focus right now on that title, and he wants to get it for AD. He wants to get it for Dwight. He wants to get it for Rondo. Uh, he wants to get it for Kobe. Uh, it's just, yeah, this thing's over Friday night. See, I think it goes one more. Uh, I think that um, now Bam has been in a game that was more competitive. Uh, the first game he went, that he was in, he got hurt kind of early, and it was a blowout. Uh, I think that he's he's in this more competitive. He sees what's going on with with L.A. He can make personal adjustments. Uh, it, I'm hopeful that Goran Dragic can give a few minutes um, and be able to help his team a little bit. If he can go, I'll, I hate to put a qualifier on a prediction, but if Goran Dragic plays in Game 5, there will be a Game 6. If he can't, hmm. I think it will be over. So even a 50% healthy Dragic can force a Game 6? Well, I think all other things being equal, it's been – a uh, I think that Miami will be able to – that could be the difference for them to get at least one more game in this series. Because at least it gives Butler some time where he doesn't have to initiate the offense and do everything to keep this team in it. I think it gives another option that the Lakers have to think about defensively as he gets the offense where they need to be. So uh, – I don't think that you know Goran Dragic is some world beater and he's like this amazing superstar, but I think he does make a big difference for Miami, and I think that was pretty evident in key stretches and key moments. Um, when I mean LeBron James went out, it was late in the second quarter. He and uh, Jimmy Butler were out, and that should have been an opportunity for Milwaukee to pick up some some extra points. Um, but they struggled offensively to know what to do and how to execute. In fact. It turns out that L.A. ends up stretching a lead. Um, and then Jimmy Butler has to come in with uh, like 30 seconds to go, 20 seconds to go, to make sure they get a good last shot before the half because no one else was able to initiate that and get it going. So I think that really illustrated what's going on with Miami and how much they need Goran Dragic. Yeah. Uh, you said it best there. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, it's, it's pretty well said and – like I said, I think we're just uh, we're asking we're asking too much of the Heat to to beat a team that looks just so locked in right now for a championship and and has played extremely well three out of these four games. So, uh, one last thing on this before we uh, step away: uh, when LeBron James is off the floor, the Lakers are plus thirteen. When any well, when the when the Miami Heat starting five are together, they're like a plus twenty two. But whenever any of those starters sits and a bench player comes on, they're like a minus thirty something. It's a dramatic swing. Uh, when LeBron is on the floor, the Lakers are plus eleven. But when he's off the floor, they're a plus thirteen. So it gives you an idea. Just that that Laker supporting cast is coming to be, coming together and executing better. I think they have more veteran guys that understand the moment than Miami, and they just seem to be doing a little bit better right now. And uh, the the Heat are struggling with that, not having that other playmaker in their mix. 
All right, coming up next here on the Full Court Press, we'll get into the Major League Baseball playoffs, uh, recap the games that happened yesterday, what's on tap today, and we'll also get into the uh, what went wrong Wednesday. Looking back over the last couple of days, some coaching decisions, player decisions, some bad takes that we may have had. We'll get into that a little bit later on here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. A 65-inch 4K flat-screen TV from Lens Audio Video in the Preps Pick'em Contest, presented by The Logo Shop. Sign up to play at 1069thefan.com. Pick the weekly winners of each high school game, and you could win one of 11 weekly prizes and be entered to win the grand prize TV. Go to 1069thefan.com, and you could win. It's the Preps Pick'em Contest on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. Be our guest October 15th, the third Thursday at 7 p.m. Come learn about Medicare and Social Security. Planning ahead will give you the confidence you need to make these important decisions. Come see us October 15th at 7 p.m. at our office by the North Walmart. Call 752-9493. The seminar is free. The information is extremely valuable. Call 752-9493 to RSVP as seating is limited. This is Jarek with Jarek's Fine Jewelry. October is our anniversary month. We've been helping couples find the perfect rings for over a decade. So to celebrate, we want to treat you to an anniversary dinner. Make it a date night on us. Come engagement ring shopping or anniversary shopping at Jarek's Fine Jewelry. We have over 3,000 rings in stock, including the newest custom designs. With no strings attached, no purchase necessary, we will buy your dinner at Sweeto Burrito. The entire month of October, come in ring shopping and Sweeto is on us. Make date night special. Make it Jarek. The Riverwoods Conference Center is accepting reservations for holiday parties and events, inviting you to experience an elegant holiday atmosphere with the Riverwoods Conference Center's beautiful new renovation and holiday decor. And with catering from Elements, your special occasion can include delicious entrees and decadent desserts that always deliver excellence. This year, the Spring Hill Suites is offering a low $79 rate when you schedule a holiday party at the Riverwoods so you can take the elevator home after your event. To schedule, call 750-5151 or Google Riverwoods Conference Center. This is Larry from Larry's Pharmacies. Often, commercial drugs don't meet individual needs. You may be allergic to fillers or dyes, need a unique strength, or something that is unavailable. Compounding medicine is how pharmacy began. I have compounded meds for over 30 years. My labs are state-of-the-art and conform to the highest standards. My highly trained staff will compound it accurately and price it fairly. If regular treatments don't work well, Call me to see if there is a better, more economical alternative we can compound for you. Stay well. Hi, my name is Josh Watts, and for three generations, Preston Watts Collision and Glass has taken care of all your collision and auto glass needs. Windshield replacement is just one of our specialties. We have certified technicians and the most competitive prices in the valley. We will waive up to $100 off your insurance deductible, give you free rock chip repairs, and to top it off, we'll wash your vehicle inside and out with your windshield replacement. Give us a call at 563-3215. At Preston Watts, we do it right. Great Basin Graphics, like many other companies, are still making it possible for you to utilize their services while still taking the necessary precautions. Please visit GreatBasinGraphics.com or call 753-0295. Great Basin Graphics is happy to work with you via phone or email throughout the entire process, including the initial quote, art, and design and order approval. Curbside pickup, free delivery within 50 miles, or direct ship for additional cost are available. Great Basin Graphics loves working with you and wants to help move things forward during a difficult time. GreatBasinGraphics.com or call 753 753- 30295 
Summer heat will soon turn into rain and snow. Is the roof of your home or business prepared for another winter and spring? RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing is a nationally recognized and approved roof rejuvenation product, saving you thousands over shingle replacement. RoofMax is a quick, easy, and affordable alternative to a complicated, expensive, and life-disrupting roof replacement, extending your asphalt shingle roof up to 15 years beyond the roof warranty. RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing can now rejuvenate your asphalt shingle roof without replacement. Google Quality Pace Roofing or call 757-9642. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Andre Salveson. Little Van Halen tribute. We needed. We didn't do that yesterday. We needed to do more of that yesterday. Well, I didn't want to. I was so I was going to, but I didn't want to get in trouble with you or Will, being like, "Oh, we need to play the music that we hear seven hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> times a week, coming back to our show." No, I was like, man, that sucks. Yeah, it's it's okay, AJ. It can be done. <laughs> it has been done before. <laughs> I know, and I got in trouble for it, even though I was following all the rules. What? Um, <laughs> I have been—I have not been made aware of this. No, that yeah, that one wasn't you. That's for sure. Uh, so, Ajay, Major League Baseball. This is—it's um, been kind of exciting to see what's going on. This—we thought some series may get wrapped up quickly, but the uh, Oakland Athletics are saying not so fast. It's been a back-and-forth game between them and the Astros on TBS right now. And uh, the, as we know, Houston leads the series 2 to nothing. But the A's are doing what they can to stay in this, and they actually lead 9-7 to right now. Trying to stay in this one. No, it just the A's aren't going to last in the series. We're just wasting our time. Just finish them off, Houston. Just get it over with. This no. isn't the Denver Nuggets. Oh, we want the A's to continue. No, but, but that's the thing, Eric, is that they're not going to. They're going to win this game, but then they're going to get beat in the next game. So what was the point? To get beat three games to one instead of two games or three games to zero? Because we know that this Houston team right now, their bats are hot. Their pitching is good. Their fielding has been clutch. Now, I mean, their pitching has been good. They gave up nine runs today, even though they had a pretty solid lead in the bottom of the, what, fifth or so? Um, and and Houston, like, their bats are just, it's too much for the Oakland Athletics. That's already been proved in the first two games. Um, again, Oakland up 9-7 here in the bottom of the eighth. In fact, uh, two men on with two outs right now. So, I... Yeah, let's two just men on for Houston. That is. Yeah, sorry, two men on for Houston. Excuse me. Let's just get it over with. Let's just get the two runs in. The three. Oh, actually, let's have a home run. Okay, someone beat a drum. Let him hit a home run. We lead ten to nine. I say we as in Houston. Uh, and we just we end the misery for the Oakland Athletics that they've had for how many years? It's just where we continue the misery. I should say. Uh, there was a game that did go final earlier today. That was the uh, Florida Marlins and the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Marlins 
are just playing the, the slow game where they'll be kicking it in a little bit later on than uh, than anticipated. And unlike your Cubs, <laughs> the Braves will respond right? to that uh, to that uh, roar from the Marlins. The you know the because Braves the Marlins just... are undefeated no. in <laughs> the postseason. <laughs> They have not lost a postseason series ever. The, Bra- <laughs> the Braves will not cower in the corner of the dugout in the fetal position like the Cubs did and watch the Marlins just dominate them. That's not going to happen. The Braves actually know how to respond. They've been, I mean, it's, they're not one-hit wonders like the Cubs are. Ouch. Uh, the Atlanta did beat <laughs> Miami. Uh Two to nothing earlier today, um, and uh, just didn't take a whole lot, um, but uh, they did just enough. Darnod had a hit, uh, Swanson had a hit, uh, Marquecas as well, and uh, and Riley. So not very many hits for for the Braves, but enough to get guys through. Um, and uh, and Miami just really ineffective, not able to get any kind of offense going for them. Yeah, and Dansby Swanson's on a roll right now for the Braves. He homered for the second game in a row. He had that massive bomb yesterday to pretty much seal it for the Braves in game one. And then today uh, had another one to give him a 2 nothing lead. Guy's just been clutch, honestly, throughout this whole entire uh, playoffs thus far. And I thought Anderson was really good for the Braves. Uh, you, you talked about the lack of hits from the Marlins. Anderson in five and two-thirds, three hits, no runs, one walk, eight Ks. Uh, he threw 61 out of 94 pitches that were strikes. Uh, the bullpen was great. Um, you had, uh, I mean, O'Day walks the guy that he ended up facing, but then uh, Matsek, Smith, and Melikon all pitch an inning straight and all get a K out of it and give up no runs. So great job by the Braves. That's a massive win. We're one win, win away from being in the NLCS. Um, and I like our chances in the NLCS. I like our chances against the Dodgers and uh, being in the World Series and winning a World Championship. I'm excited to celebrate that. So, uh, other games tonight. <laughs> I'm just going to gloss over that like it never happened. <laughs> Coming up uh, just after 5 o'clock, it'll be Game 2, excuse me, Game 3 between the Rays and the Yankees. Uh, that series is tied at one apiece. The Rays really came alive with their bats yesterday. Uh, and then it'll be game two at uh, just after 7 o'clock on FS1 between the Padres and the Dodgers. Uh, last night, I mean, were you, were you surprised to see what happened with uh, with Tampa and how they were able to equalize that series? Yeah. Yeah, I was because I honestly did I wasn't sure what Tampa Bay Rays team were going to get. And to see him come out of there and hit the ball consistently. Uh, and, I mean, and Yankees still put up some runs themselves. They had five. But I just – Impressive. The the biggest thing for me though is that Aaron Judge goes 0 for 5 yesterday in that loss. 0 for 5. DJ LeMahieu goes 1 for 5. He had the one ribby. Um, Stanton went 2 for 4. He Stanton's been great for the Yankees so far in, in in the playoffs, but like Aaron Judge can't be going 0 for 5 in in a game like that versus the Rays. That's just that's giving him too much leash for the Rays. And they had four home runs. Glassnow was really good. He had 10 Ks. Um, it just, I mean, and with the breaking ball was wonderful, but kept it uh, kept it balanced between breaking ball and fastball. Hit his spots really well. Uh, that's a great win for Tampa Bay. 
But man, like you said, it's it's not over until you've seen someone win uh, uh, three games out of this I'm series. Dan Patrick, and-, and this is above the noise. We often throw out that expression, "defense wins championships," but we then spend all season focused more on offense. In the NBA, we celebrate the great scores and recognize stars with big numbers. Come crunch time in the playoffs. It's a different story. Then the ability to get a stop is the difference between being a champion and coming up short. Last night, game four of the finals, Lakers showed that their defense is what makes them special. Anthony Davis switched on to the Heat's Jimmy Butler just to make sure he didn't repeat his game three 40-point triple-double performance. AD, who was runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year to the Greek Freak, was unbelievable, slowing down Butler enough to help the Lakers hold off the Heat in a close fourth quarter. In game three, Butler and the Heat were tougher than the Lakers. Give LA credit for absorbing that punch and not backing down. It shows a lot about their character. And now, the LA Lakers are up three games to one in the series and on the brink of a hard-fought NBA championship. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.